When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good morning, everybody. Thanks for listening. It's Donna and Steve being joined by the one and only DJ Rock Lobster. <laughs> Woo! Happy Friday, everybody. Let's get to music news. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Yeah! And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. All right, I have a story. It's about an artist who goes by the name of Taylor Swift. Oh. She's forever, ever, ever, ever talking about Taylor. Go ahead. She has made history again. It's been a while since we've talked about her. It's probably been two days, guys. Okay. <laughs> I mean, All right. Her albums have now spent 99 weeks at number one on Billboard's Top Country Albums chart, and that is the most in history. She has now passed Shania Twain, whose albums have spent 97 weeks at the top of that chart. Wow. And Shania gave... Let's go, girls. Uh, she gave due props. She retweeted a Taylor Swift fan post about the new record and added, let's go, girls. Proud of you, Taylor Swift. Historical records are meant to be made and then broken. That's true. The baton is meant to be passed to new generations. Oh. That's nice. That is. So, you know, remember when she um, surpassed, like, Don McLean's American Pie um record for something yes she sent him flowers yes so i'm sure we'll be hearing any day now that taylor sent something to shania twain oh i think that's great that's what she does that's what she does good she's a big winner look i'm happy for her success i am too she deserves it she hustled yeah big time thank you i wonder how much is in her checking account today that's a good question oh i i bet i bet Bet a lot. I bet at like, least a hundred thousand on, on her debit card. Yeah, for sure. I think that'd be fun. I do too. Let's start spending some money. Let's start making some money. Oh, that's a good and spending some money. Way to start. Okay, um, this is for you, Steve. Thank you. One of the many great things about Cobra Kai, Rocco, Rocco, yes. is the music. Or... Okay. Yes, Rocco, We've you'd love got, it. I don't think I've heard any music through episodes one and two. Motley Crue, Poison, 
Rat. Yeah. All right. D. Snyder. You're speaking my language. Yeah, baby. But we have yet to hear ACDC. What's up with that? Well, thank you for asking. The series Ooh. creator, John Hurwitz, said that ACDC's Thunderstruck has been written into the script multiple times, but they've never been able to afford it. Okie dokie. He says a lot of times we write things into the script, but sometimes we'll write something that we can't afford. And our fantasy is having the music budget to have nonstop ACDC, Bon Jovi, Guns N' Roses. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I wonder if they've reached out to the ACDC team. I'm sure ACDC has a set fee. Maybe So maybe they've already reached out. But is there a set fee that they see and say, ah, darn it, we don't have the budget for that? Or have they done the thing of calling ACDC's people? Guys, we'd love to feature this. Then they could brag about how many people are watching the show, right. how often the show trends. And, and say, how hey, it would be beneficial. Yes. You'll get new listeners because there'll listeners, be new ears. For yeah. sure. A younger generation that's watching the show. Yes. I guess the last Thunderstruck attempt was in a recent season during a montage of Johnny training Daniel his way. Oh, yeah. Season four. And they went with a less costly song, which ended up being Breaking Out of Hell by Airborne. Mm. Mm. Not a not a familiar. Never heard of it. Not a familiar. Should we look at that one up? Yeah, Airborne. Will you? Air- Airborne. What's, what's the song B-O-U-R-N-E, called? Breaking Out of Hell. Hell. Breaking out of hell. Breaking out of hell. Rocco, this show it's has not even you showing up all on over it. It really does. You are like You know, like I said, I turned it on, I was expecting it, and then it turned out to be like a You gotta give it a few episodes. It's like a teen drama. It oh is. my daughter's too moody. Oh my son and me. Well, there is gonna be some of that. I wanted like fighting and eight. You're, You're gonna You're get it. You're gonna get it. Why don't you just commit a couple hours to it it's this weekend? Funny. So what happens in this instead of seeing you're seeing the new generation of kids being trained by the people we know right from karate kid okay and so there's humor in that in because they still have this rivalry between them and they're like in their like late 50s let me ask you know <laughs> by the way ralph baccio what a specimen I mean, right what the heck does it i mean when he was like the Karate Kid, he was like thirty-five, right? Yeah. And now he's like seventy, and he looks <laughs> he's thirty. Not seventy. Yeah, it's crazy. He's in his. He's maybe pushing sixty. Maybe. Also, you know, they always have him look like the uh, Ralph Macho in Cobra Kai, like the you know the dweeb. He's the dweeb. He's Miyagi Do. He is defense, whereas Johnny Lawrence is strike first, no mercy. I I'm. Ralph Macchio, they always dress him to look like such a square, such an uptight weenie. Yep. But then when it comes time to really get after it, he gets after it. He's 60. Ralph Macchio is 60? 60 years old. (gasps) Wow, yeah. Holy crap. He's got a contract with the devil for sure. (laughs) That was a movie, Crossroads, that he was in. Remember that? Oh, my God. He sold to the devil to be a guitar player. Ralph Macchio. Wow. 60. He's 60. My dad is 64. Well, there and you so go. you're telling me that... And he married his high school sweetheart. He's been married for 33 years. Oh, wow. And she looks amazing, too. I was going to say, I'd like to set you up with Ralph Macchio, Donna, but I know Johnny Lawrence is much more he your type. He is. So let's see how old he is. He looks good, too. William Zabka, right? Yes. He scared me in the... 
Karate Kid movies, though. He looked really mean. Yes. Like a punch from him would hurt. Whereas, you know, <laughs> he becomes a lovable guy. They all have lovable, irritating parts to their being in this series. Yeah. Rocco, you know, those first couple episodes, I, as I, it's starting to come back to me now, there's a fog. They're slowly setting the table, and dojos are about to start firing up, okay. and fights are about to start going down. That's cool. Yeah, Just like give I said, I was like, oh, give I didn't season. expect this to be like a teen drama. Okay, let me tell you this. Oh, the popular kids are at the cafeteria table. Steve I was, like, oh. was trying to get me to watch this for a long time, and I was like, fine, I'll just watch it tonight. So I watched like two or three episodes, and I'm like, okay, this is really good. Okay, it's All really right. good. He's um, 55, uh, 56, by the okay. way, William Zapka. I found Breaking Out of Hell by Airborne. It it, it has the explicit label on it on Spotify, but I believe that's for the word hell in the title. Okay, we here's how, here's how I know. Picture this. Airborne. There's a montage. Cobra Johnny Kai. Lawrence has Ralph Macho in a warehouse with the chains fighting. around, breaking yeah. boards. These guys are Australian. So you get a lot of this, and you get, like, Johnny driving around his Camaro, you uh, know? Yeah. Yeah. And he makes a lot of funny comments, like, why don't you put something cool as your ringtone, like, you know, some Motley Crue or something. He is so funny, too. Johnny Lawrence's character is really funny. Watch it, Rocco. You'll like it. Okay, I burned through my show. I'm finally binging something again. I finished Dave, or season one of Dave. Oh, you did? It's funny, right? Yeah, it's a good show. It's a good show. Goodbye. When we come back, uh, we've got a little bit of food news. Yeah, you're going to like this. Donna's bringing us Taco Bell news, which I just think is great. Also, (laughs) Fresca is now officially doing something that I started doing a couple of years ago. Oh, should what? I be getting a cut of the Fresca profits? Huh. We'll tell you what they're doing when we come back. It's Don and Steve on my talk. So one of your New Year's resolutions is to exercise, right? Mm-hmm. So where do you start? How fit are you? Are French fries a vegetable? Right now, the Y is offering a new member fitness assessment. Yep, this means you meet with a certified personal trainer who measures your current fitness and well-being and then gives you a personalized plan to achieve your goals. Joined by January 12th, an enrollment is $0. Join now at ymcanorth.org. All right, we're back. Thanks for listening. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Ooh, so much fun food news to get to. Shall we? Let's do it. Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yummy. All right, I'm going to start with Taco Bell. Great. I know you like Taco Bell. Fantastic. What's Love your favorite? The Chalupa La Dupa? No, mm. the chimichanga. Not the chimichanga. The changa. It is the quesarito. The quesarito. It's like a quesadilla and a burrito hooked up and had a quesarito. That'd be a cool nickname. Quesarito. Quesara, sera. Whatever will be, will be. Wow, I'm surprised you know that. The future is ours. To see. Quesara, sera. Okay, so Taco Bell, a while back, we heard that they were going to test out this subscription service, which I guess seemed like a brilliant idea to some people. Uh, And I guess it must have been a success because they just launched it nationwide yesterday. It is called the Taco Lovers Pass, and this is how it works. 
you pay $10 a month, and then you are able to get one free taco every day. For $10 a month? Yes. So you could get 30 free tacos or thereabouts. Now, here are your options. A soft taco, Hmm. a spicy potato soft taco. What? Crunchy tacos. And the Doritos tacos. I have had a uh, one Doritos Locos taco. It's like a Dorito, Donna, that the taco's inside of. That's the shell is a Dorito. Oh, I bet Um, that's delicious. It is great. So good. You do this through the app. You download it. You sign up for the subscription. uh, You make all of your orders through the app. And then you'll see your free taco option every day in the app. So individual tacos typically cost a dollar thirty nine to two thirty nine. So you'll have to go between three and seven times every month to break even. But if you've got kids, I do. Uh, yeah. And every time you go, if you go, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Is this worth it? I just <laughs> changed my mind while I'm mid sentence. Like, yes. I don't know if it's worth it. It's a great idea by them because you're more likely to run for the border. If you know you've got the subscription, you got a free taco when you pass the Taco Bell. And then they know you're not just going to get a taco. You'll be like, hey, I got that taco for free, which is going to make the bean burrito and the side of nachos that I get seem less expensive. It's a good business idea. Yeah. What am I? A shark? Some sort of venture capitalist now? Because it's probably so cheap for them to make. If they're selling it for like $1.39, it probably costs a quarter. You know, so if they're if getting that. ten bucks a month guaranteed. Oh yeah. Right. Anna. Right. <laughs> All right. Other food news. Uh, Fresca. You know the soda that Grandma always had in the fridge, and it's surprisingly good, guys. It is good. It's good. Fresca, right Lemon. next to cot half and half, fifty-fifty squirt. Squirt. You remember Squirt? Yes. Mm -hmm. I love Squirt. So Coca-Cola makes Fresca, and they've just announced that they're going to start producing an alcoholic version later this year called Fresca Mixed. And the flavors will be inspired by recipes created Mm. by Fresca fans worldwide. Okay. It's probably going to be one of those 5% jobbers. Yep. (laughs) Like a uh, Truly or a White Claw. Yuck. All that stuff. No likey. I do this. You could do this the old-fashioned way, guys. You get Fresca. And you get vodka. Vodka for sure would work because vodka has no taste. And you throw Uh, a lime in? I do whiskey. Oh, Oh, yeah. You could do whiskey. Yeah, Yeah, and it's nice. I did. uh, I drank some tequila and... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, This A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Court a couple months ago thinking it was like a, a poor man's Paloma. Oh, sure. It, I've never it, had it Paloma. It didn't end well. It didn't? No, oh, really? It was like, yeah, kind of gross. Just like a, I get a little bit of sour stomach after I have like a fresca and whiskey. It's yeah, like, tequila does not... that to me too. Whereas, like, if I do it with Coke Zero, fine. 
Do you go up to the barkeep, Rocco, and immediately lose <laughs> all cred when you say, barkeep, I'll have a vodka and squirt? <laughs> or no, it's tequila. Yeah, so tequila, it's tequila. a, uh, I made it's it a at home. squirrilla. What can yeah. we call Squirtilla. it? Squirtilla. Paloma is like tequila and grapefruit, right? Squirtilla? Okay, well... Oh, tequila and grapefruit. Um, so I sort of made a poor man's version, and it, it was not good. I had a greyhound not that long ago, which is grapefruit vodka. Right. I had a kick about 10 years ago where I was trying to drink grapefruit juice every morning. It's good. It's really Only good. because I saw my grandfather do it. I don't know good. if it's really good for you or not. Well, it is. I don't know. I'm telling you. Oh, everybody, I ladies and gentlemen. Yesterday, she was a fake Katie K9. Uh, she was analyzing my dog, and now today, she apparently is some sort of a certified health nutritionist. Fine. Is a grapefruit good because it tastes so bad that it's like, of course it's good? <laughs> I think it tastes really good. I like that tart. I do, too. It's an acquired taste. No one puts a grapefruit in their mouth the first time and says, love this. As a kid, we used to sprinkle, so my, we had a grapefruit knife. Did you have a grapefruit knife? Oh, yeah, with the little serrated. On both sides? Yeah. So first you cut the grapefruit in half, and then you cut along the, you know, you cut it into quarters, like you're cutting a pizza, you know, along the lines. And then you sprinkle it with sugar, and then you eat it with a spoon. To cut the tart for a kid. Yeah, my grandparents would serve that to me a lot. It's good. My grandfather's house was where we went. That's where they had the grapefruit. I don't remember ever having a grapefruit in the house as a kid. My pap's house, though, you had grapefruit, you had caught half and half, or 50-50, squirt, that essentially, and then also saltless pretzels. <laughs> Isn't Pennsylvania, like, home to, like, fancy pretzels? Uh, I think that's where Snyder's pretzels, pretzels no, come from. Oh, yeah, no. Snyder's of Hanover. Yeah. Oh, I thought it, oh, by the way, they've got some good stuff. Yeah. I thought, no, it, I could see, it's like an Amish image on the emblem of the pretzels you're talking about am i right old dutch i old dutch that's got to be pennsylvania pennsylvania dutch yeah hmm that sounds like a drink pennsylvania dutch Dutch is based here isn't it no yeah isn't it i don't know guys listen (laughs) listen is it time for us to go yes it is thankfully (laughs) i want to talk about pretzels let's uh let's get a caller to play a game with us. That's 651 641 1071. We're going to play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. You, yes, you can call in right now and then bet on me or Donna. If you bet on the right person, you're going to win a prize. That's how easy that is. 651 641 1071. Game time next on my talk. Ooh, I'm very excited to see what today's topic is going to be in the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Mm. Shall we play? Let's do it right now. Time to go to college. college, college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster Lobster. I want to see how smart you are. Oh, yeah. We want to see how smart you are. We also want to give a big birthday shout out he's turning 58 today nicholas cage yo nick cage oh, hey, and he's having a baby wow he's ralph right. macchio older than nick cage right. carry on that wow. is weird. uh so we're gonna celebrate the career of nicholas cage today and to play along is a woman on the phone named alexis hello alexis hello hi alexis hello everybody happy hi, friday alexis. Thank you. Where are you what calling us from? Uh, I'm in South Minneapolis. Love it. Anna, 
Yes. I've been working on my Tammy Faye uh, accent since watching uh, the movie. <laughs> Did you like the movie? I loved it. I thought it was really entertaining. Let's 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 hear a little of your Tammy Faye. Oh, Jim, are you sure we want to do that, Jim? <gasps> That's that really good. good. <laughs> That's nice so job. Good. It's driving my family crazy, but yeah. <laughs> Mom's hilarious. talking to herself in the kitchen again. <laughs> well, Alexis, now it's your moment to uh, determine who you would like to team up with, Donna or me. And the topic again is Nick Cage. Nick Cage. Okay. Um, gosh, I normally like to go with the person who knows the least so I can help <laughs> out the most. I'm going to say that today that is Donna. All righty. Oh, okay. okay. Bye, Steve. Donna, good luck. I'll wait. Okay, wait. thank yeah. you. Stand by, please. Okay, are you ready, Donna? Not at all. All righty. I'm going to look up the year of this movie. I'm going to give you a little hint. Let's thank see. you, Rocco. Um. Okay. This first one is from 2006. Okay. What movie, in what movie does Nicolas Cage say the following? Oh, no, not the bees. Not the bees. Ah, oh, no, my eyes. My eyes. Ah. Raising Arizona? In the 1997 face-switching movie Face Off, who does Nick Cage switch faces with? Oh, shoot. I've had this question before. Uh, Jeremy Renner. And what 1987 Coen Brothers movie was he in? 87? Mm-hmm. Barton Fink? 87, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, I know he wasn't in the dude movie. Barton Fink. Okay, let's hope <laughs> Alexis that sound right? in South Mini can help. Let's bring her back. Hello, Alexis. Hi, Alexis. Hello. Yeah, Hello. That, I'm doing poorly. All right, should we start at the beginning, Alexis? Sure. Okay. Well, you don't need to repeat the question. Okay. But I, 2006, I was trying to think maybe The Rock or National Treasure. I can't. I, don't I mean, know. does one want, sound better to you? I was saving. I was saving the soundbite uh, for later, but I could play it. You know, in case it helps. It's kind of like an internet meme that the people uh, think are funny. Um, it goes like this. Here's the clip. Oh no! Not the bees! Not the bees! Ah! Oh, my eyes! My eyes! That do anything for you? Nope. <laughs> okay. No. Let's go on to number two in the nineteen. 19- number two. Yes. This is John Travolta. Okay. You Thank feel good about you. that? Thank you. Yes. Okay. And the third and one. And in nineteen eighty. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Rocker. No. Oh, it's all right. You're very uh, astute. So go ahead. The floor is yours. Yeah. The nineteen eighty seven one was raising Arizona. I think you just got the years. Uh, oh, so you're saying number three down. is raising Arizona? Yeah, I know that came out when I was in high school. Perfect. Raising Arizona is number three. Number one. What did you say? I didn't. I don't. I don't know. Nas- uh, National Treasure. Uh, I, just go I've with that. that. Recently, I don't remember it. Okay. National Treasure. There you go. Let's get Steve. All right. Let's wave at Steve. Hey, Steve. Come I think on, man. Alexis is a National Treasure. I I'm do just too. Say it for sure. I'm. I lived in South Minneapolis for many years. I mm. live in Chaska. <laughs> it's thirty miles from the station. <sighs> it's fun. It's, it's next to Carver's. Yeah, we've got the nice golf course. Hazeltine. Yeah. Ever, Ever played it? No, and I, I I knew the the guy who was the pro there for like the last five or seven years. 
I never tried to leverage that into playing there. I should have, though. Well, it's too late Did now. Did you tell me no Ryan Seacrest? I didn't tell him that. You're, you're a radio sludge now. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I know Donna Valentine. Like, She's still in radio. She's still alive. <laughs> okay. I okay, swear Steve. I was at her wake. <laughs> we are going to quiz you on some films from the career of Nicolas Cage. Who All right. 58 today. We'll start with this one. Um, I may end up playing the clip for you, but can you tell me in what 2006 movie does he say the following? Oh, no. Oh, I got to. Sorry, I got to get back to my. Uh, Music. I, I I switched my page. I got to get back to my uh, what sort of timer bush page. league trivia well, game see, is I this? I switched the page to play the sound by <laughs> okay. uh, There it is. Okay. In what 2006 movie did he say? Oh no, not the bees, not the bees. Ah, oh no, my eyes, my eyes. Dang ah. It. Oh dang it! Pass. Mm. Uh, in the nineteen ninety seven face switching movie Face Off, who does Nick Cage switch faces with? Kurt Russell. And what nineteen eighty seven Coen Brothers movie was he in? Raising Arizona. Hang on a second here. Okay. The Bee, the Wasp Man. Um, what was the middle one? Uh, face switching movie Face Off. Kurt who Russell? does he switch Val Kilmer. Um. Crap. Oh, you're very the, close. It's the first one leaving Las Vegas? Uh, no. But I can, like I did for Donna, I'll play the clip just in case it helps. <laughs> it's not going to help. Oh, no, not the bees! Not the bees! Ah! I'm my eyes! My eyes! Ah! What a terrible actor. Donna. He's terrible. He was wearing, like, a, uh, a basket on his head. It was his punishment. Yeah. Um, anyways, that was, you were very close, Steve. That's from the 2006 horror film, The Wicker Man. Oh, yeah. Dang it. Um. Well, yeah, I'll give myself half a point, I sure. guess. Because you did say The Wasp Man. Yeah, the same um, thing. Um, the Donna, did you one, have a guess? There was Yeah, no I guess. said Raising Arizona. <laughs> oh, for the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. the second one, uh, Alexis got, it was John Travolta. Dang it. And the third one everybody got, it was Raising Arizona. That means it's two to one, Donna and Alexis. Alexis wins that t-shirt. Yay, Alexis! Yay! Woo! Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Alexis, do you want to do the tiebreaker just for fun? It's Friday. Yes, I do. It's yes, Friday. Do. Right, let's do it. Just okay. yell your name if you know it. Um, I'm going to play a song. The song is the same title as a Nick Cage film. But I want you to tell me who played the female lead in the Nick Cage film that goes along with this song. Elizabeth Shue. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what's, I just say my what's name. What's the name of this song? This is Cheryl Crow leaving Las Vegas. Las Vegas. It's our second day in a row with a Cheryl Crow tiebreaker. I love it. Wow. That's two in a crow. <laughs> and uh, yeah, there was a movie leaving Las Vegas. Elizabeth Shue was the female. I was thinking interest. Viva Las Vegas, and I thought, no, that's not. Oh, because he likes Elvis, you know. Yes, right. Yeah, he was in honeymoon in Vegas too. He's a Vegas. He's, uh, yes. He's a big Vegas guy. He is a big. He Vegas got married guy. in Vegas. Oh, and he, oh. he married uh, Elvis's daughter at one point, didn't he? Yep. Lisa Marie. Now and that's again, a Vegas if you're, move. If you're watching Cobra Kai. The thing we all learned today, Nick Cage, amazingly, two years younger than Ralph Macchio. It's so weird. You want to hear something else? Yeah. His current wife, his fifth, 
mm-hmm. who he's expecting his third child with, is two or three years younger than his son. Okay, that's that's a toughie for me. Mm. Uh, Alexis, thank you so much for calling in. <laughs> Have a blessed yeah. Friday, would you? Thank you. And Steve, I wrote you a letter. Keep an eye out. Oh, okay. I oh, oh, you know what? This is you, Alexis. Can I just say briefly? She, Alexis wrote me a letter, and Donna, you're going to get a letter soon because it said that yeah. in my letter. Oh, yay! Yeah. And it was one of the most thoughtful, well-written. Now, it was like a cursive situation. It was a little tricky for me to read at times, but I pushed through. And it was so thoughtful. It was so encouraging. It's a handwritten letter? She's doing this thing. Alexis, tell me if I'm wrong. She's doing this thing where she's committing to writing sort of love letters to people. And just like people that she appreciates, she just wants to write letters of encouragement and affirmation. I love that. And she has one coming to you, Donna, and she did that for me. And I'm not kidding. Of all the letters that I've received, it was just one of the most thoughtful I've ever come across. Oh, uh, it was Alexis. really. It was it was kind, and you could tell that you took your time on it, and it was a real encouragement. And uh, and I still have it in my car because I read it in my car outside of Costco the other I day. That's where that. I do all my letter reading. Oh, that means a lot. Thank you. Thank oh, you, Alexis. Thank you. Have so a great sweet. weekend. Thanks, oh my everybody. God. Be well. You be too. Well. Okay. Yeah, Donna. Wait. She she said in my letter, I'll be sending one to Donna soon too, and she talks about how she listens to us and what it means and all the things. And I, I, if I'm remembering correctly, she's listens uh, with her daughter or maybe daughters on the way into oh, school. Sweet. It's like a special thing. It was front and back, handwritten, Donna, on thick paper. That is beautiful. Do you know this is an idea? Um, here, hold on. Time for a tip. All right, there you go. Um, so one year for Lent, Mm-hmm. I wanted to do something different instead of giving something up, you know, mm-hmm. which is kind of customary for someone right. to give something up that's difficult. Uh, that's a challenge for them. I decided to flip that and kind of do what Alexis did and show appreciation to mm. people in various areas of my life. So I did it at work with yeah. salespeople. I did it to the people who I got my dog from. I sent them a note. To, to show gratitude that, yeah. you know, maybe the dog didn't work out for you, but I want you to know how grateful I am that he's in my life. And it's just, it it makes you feel just as good to let people know. Because right. how many times do we not say what we want to say to people? We never get, sometimes you never get the chance. I know. Because you purposely miss an opportunity. So Steve, you're my best friend. It doesn't you. count if it's on air. Okay, fine. Sorry, fine. I'm gonna go down. I'm gonna I'm gonna go grab that letter from my car. Okay, are you really? Yeah, it's down there. It's in the. I, I know exactly where it is. All right. Well, you go do that. Do, well, let's take a commercial break. Yeah, and let's talk about some local stuff when we come back. There's a um, there's a place in Duluth that's offering free tours this weekend. I'll tell you about that. And a you, big winter staple just opened today, Donna, in a brand new location. I am very excited. We'll uh, share all of that with you when we come right back on my talk 107.1. Hey, you know, you can check out Listener Rewards for the month of January. New year, new prizes. How about some cash? Yeah, baby. Right? Just give me the cash. Give me the cash. You can pay off all those holiday shopping bills. We've got gift cards. We've got My Talk gear. All sorts of stuff. You can find it all, the whole list. It's over at the website, mytalk1071.com, or download our MyTalk app if you haven't done that already. You got it, buddy. Boo. I saw this. This is kind of fun. Have you ever been to the Glensheen Mansion? I've driven past it, never stopped. It's really neat. 
It's really neat. So they're offering free uh, tour admission for one day this weekend on Sunday. Anyone will be able to go on the self-guided classic tour of the historic mansion uh, for free. It's normally like 20 bucks for non-members. And they're doing this as part of Community Day, and they're describing it as a thank you to those who have locally supported Glensheen. That's really cool. And it'll uh, it'll uh, wrap up the season's Christmas tours at the mansion. Just thought that was kind of fun. You should you know, do that sometimes. Maybe we should let's let's open the phone lines just to irritate Rocco. Okay, great. Do it. Um, six five one six four one one zero seven one. What's your favorite Minnesota touristy thing? That you've actually gone and experienced oh and God, checked good. out. I thought of that because today um, in New Brighton, the famous ice castles are opening again. And the tickets just went on sale on Tuesday. So you would need to make sure that you have t- tickets that you can get in um, ahead of time. But it's just so cool. They had to take the season off last year due to the pandemic. And if you've never been to the ice castles, they've been in Stillwater before. They've been in Excelsior before. Now they're in New Brighton. It's really amazing, and they have like this ice, it's almost like an icicle farm where they're just making these icicles and building these icicles up, and then they really, they create these massive structures and tunnels and slides that you can go through. Didn't you do this with, um, live? With Kelly and Ryan a couple years ago, yeah. It's, it's such an interesting place to be inside of it. It's so quintessentially Minnesotan, it feels that way. I mean, there are other ice castles at different places around the country. I feel like there was a time when the local news anchors broadcast from these, I don't know if it was from the castles or just from Winter Carnival, but their desks were made of ice. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, it was really neat. I wonder if that was down Winter Carnival, maybe down at Rice Park? That could be. Um, I Because I remember seeing some of those ice creations as well, uh, I, I remember seeing the Five Eyewitness News logo carved in sure, ice, and I was yeah, like, "Wow, yeah. that looks really, really legit!" But it is such an such a wonderful photo op. It's just so beautiful. So you could take it. Looks like you're in Arendelle. It looks like you're in the in Frozen, the movie. That's so everything cool. covered in ice. Have you ever done this, Donna? The ice castles? No, I'm not really an outdoorsy kind of let's do this in the winter kind of person. I'm oh, that's like, right, because we found out you have like no gloves, no scarves. Yeah, I just like to hide in the house, you know, cozy fire. But I have I've done a, a lot of other things in the state, lots of other things. Because what's, what's a touristy thing that you've done in Minnesota that you think, oh, this is this is worth it? Because I would tell people like the ice castles, do that. That's cool. Um, the John Jay, is it John Jay Jill How- Hill James House? James J. Hill House. John Jacob Jill House. That's kind of cool. Is that on down. Summit? <laughs> um, <laughs> I've done the Judy Garland thing. Oh, I've never done that. I've That's done really that. neat. Gone past uh, like Bob Dylan's childhood home. Oh, yeah. That's kind of fun. There's the Le- Charles Lindbergh childhood home up the. Uh, Where's that? Up, uh, I forget. Little Falls, maybe? There's a place in New Jersey, Lil too. Little Falls. Falls. Did you say Little Falls? Little Falls. Like Lil Dicky. <laughs> Lil Dirk. Lil Cuddy. <laughs> Lil, Lil Baby. baby. Um, there's so many fun things to do. The Ball um, of Twine, the giant hockey I've stick. I've seen that. The Ball of Twine's closer than you think. It's just like out past, like, um, you know, Minnetonka. Yeah. And, like Wyzetta and all that. Out, out west. west there. Uh, Spam Museum's really fun. When I was a kid, I used to love the Hinkley Fire Museum. Oh, I've done, I pass it every time I go to the cabin. Oh, oh really? Mm-hmm. Sadly, I, yeah. I drive past Paisley Park all the time and have never taken the tour. It's really cool. 
It's it super cool. You're just, you know, you're just in dad mode. Like if the kids aren't into it, you're probably like, why am I going to bother? I got yeah, it. what am I going to do? Like just like on a Wednesday night, say, hey guys, I'll be back in a bit. Dad's yeah. going to go to Paisley Park. That sounds cool though when I say that out loud. You should just go with like Nick. You and Nick. Don't bring my best friend into this, Donna. The one who you stalk every day when you pass I don't his stalk. house. I drive see what past. He's got going on. That's not true. I actually legitimately drive past his house. Mm-hmm. It's on one of the ways that I drive up to Home Depot. And he you does this with it. like Hutch over on KS ninety five. Oh, yeah. He lives he's in Steve's stalker. neighborhood, so Steve will like purposely pass his house. It's weird. I, one time he mentioned hanging baskets, so I was like, I think I know the street he lives on. And then I wanted to go by and check out the hanging baskets. Do you look at like Ryan Seacrest's house on Google Maps and stuff? Totally. I don't have to talk about this. <laughs> I don't have to reveal this. These are some of my closest friends. Anyway. Um, yeah, there's so many cool things that you could be doing with the kids. So many cool farms. How about mini? We, we took the kids to Minnehaha Falls. That's nice. Um, yeah, Grab they, a bite to eat. Yep. Sort of wade in the water a little bit, too. I remember sort sure. of, you know, there's a spot where you can take your shoes off, look for crawdads, do a little boil, creekside. Look for what? Oh, I'm sorry, crawdads, crawfish, crayfish. Which is it? What's cra- crawdaddies? What are they called, Robert? Crayfish, yeah. You're an outdoorsy You know where you guy? can find them? Where? In the Boundary Waters. Oh, in yeah. a lake. In a Minnesota lake. Yeah, you, you cook live- them? I never do, no. But the kids like to kind of look at them and pick them up and whatnot. I want to do like a, a bayou boil. You need to go to the Boundary Waters. You and Nick need to go to the Boundary Waters. Know. You're just going to try. Bring you're... your brother. Listen, that's like God's country. You need to get up there. You know I love nature like that. Like when I went to Alaska, hashtag traveler, I, looking at the mountains and just hearing the ocean and looking at the mountains... It brings you to your knees in awe. You're just like, wow. You're like, wow, life is so much bigger than Oh, my I gosh. Am. So much more beautiful than I give it credit yeah, for. Yeah, you'll be crapping in a hole, but, you know, <laughs> whatever, it all evens out. I look like I'm from the Boundary Waters right now. People are feeling a physical response to my beard. They're saying that it's very lumber sexual, that my sex appeal, their words, not mine, has gone up significantly. I'll hang up and listen. Donna, oh, hang on, guys. Sorry, Donna dozed off. Donna? What's up? You started to snore again. I was telling a very brief story about my beard. By the way, I got a bone to pick with you. Which one? (laughs) (laughs) I have a lot. Donna Donna is so... You know how you have the friend... Who just rushes you no matter what you say, it's not going to be good enough. That's not how they wanted it delivered. You only have a minute to tell this story. Oh, gosh. Is, now, it, listen. The, is it the text situation? I sent everybody a text yesterday. We have some new COVID protocols in place. We're just trying to broadcast a little safer while Omicron rages. So I get off the phone with our boss, and then I send Rocco, Don, and Donna a note. Just like, hey, guys, just in one little group here. It's probably a total of four sentences. It just looks like a... No, no, no. It just looks like a big blob (laughs) because it's in a text message, which makes the the, the rectangle box that it comes in longer. So I send all of this. I can tell he was talking. He was like talking to text. I could tell. And then Donna just responds, too long. (laughs) That's it. Rocco responded with a very like practical thing about yes. recording that we need to do. Donna said this now. Had I just sent a text that said, "Hey guys, uh, due to COVID protocol, I'm broadcasting from home for the next three weeks," she would have been like, "What? I need to know more, huh?" 
but then I give her, I don't know, four sentences of context. It was like four and a half paragraphs. Guys. And he's like, and then I said <laughs> to the not, guy, I said, and then I'm going to be home and then I'll oh, press God. this button and you could press that button. And I was just like, really? Too long. <laughs> Every story I tell her in person, she gives me the, come on, come I'll on. Go, how long is the story going to be? <laughs> tell me ahead of time. How long is the movie going to be? You're my buddy, boo. Whatever. We'll be right back. Fine.